calling all pop culture enthusiasts. Are you obsessed with all things celebrity? Do you live for the drama, the laughs, and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media? Then you're going to want to tune into the Comments by Celebs podcast. Join us three times a week as we deep dive into every aspect of pop culture. Whether it's dissecting the latest trends or just chatting about your favorite celebs, Comments by Celebs has you covered. We have new episodes out every week. Follow and listen to Comments by Celebs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, feels good. Uh, Well, let me just do my vocal, my vocal warm-ups. Be-bim-bop, be-bim-bop. Good on this scene. Y'all ready to rock and roll? Sure, Hank. We go live in three, two, one, action. If you don't mind. I will begin at the beginning. It's a new day. Let's get going. One, two, three. Bad boy. Four, five, six. V.I.G. Chase, what's your favorite thing to snack on when you're jamming out to music? Um, I don't know. Everything's good. Okay, well, we're streaming live on Bagel Bites TV, so can you say Bagel Bites? Oh, yeah. Bagel Bites. Okay, great, but can you say it in a sentence? Like, I'm Chase Dreams, and when I'm jamming out to music, I love to eat Bagel Bites. I'm Chase Dreams, and when I'm jamming out to music, I love to eat Bagel Bites. Okay, great. Congrats on whatever it is you do. Thanks. It just sucks. It sucks to be out here with this out of control Really listen to women. And <laughs> now, no offense, guys, but what the hell happened to you? Are you body shaming us? No, I'm personality shaming you. Our feature presentation. Morning, everybody. Brand new Kevin and Bean Show. It is Friday morning, the twenty second of February. Did everybody survive Snowpocalypse twenty nineteen? Touch and go. Well, it's pretty crazy yeah. for a while. I know a lot of people are calling it hail, but that's because they weren't in it. <laughs> it was snow. <laughs> it's funny you should say that, uh, Mr. Jensen Cart, because uh, first of all, precipitation uh, in a solid form in Malibu, Thousand Oaks, Northridge, Eagle Rock, Santa Clarita, Pasadena, and way more. And there was a lot of controversy yesterday with people going, is this snow or is this hail? And here's what the National Weather Service Los Angeles issued. And tell me if this uh, if this is clarifying for you. Correct, that is snow. Lots of confusion today. If precipitation bounces, it contains ice. It's called sleet or hail. If precipitation is in flakes, it's snow. And then this is the part that I'd never heard of before. White balls are melted flakes called grouple. Mm-hmm. What? Called what? Grouple. What's, heard of what's that, that about, uh, Miss Boston? I've never heard of that. Uh, I have no idea. Grouple. Uh, yeah, oh, you knew the I, word though. Yeah, hmm. because it, it's whenever you're like, is it snowing? People always say, oh, it's it, whatever that word is. And you're like, that doesn't help. <laughs> so I'm glad I could uh, help with that. Perfect. Thank uh-huh. you. What, East Coast white, expert. White balls are melted flakes called grapple. Now, how is that different from snow or hail? That's what, uh, I, don't I don't know. It did not clarify it for me, National Weather Service. Was it snowing uh, where you were, Allie? <laughs> please, please tell me you have it. I do. Okay. <laughs> was it snowing uh, where you were, Kevin? Uh, it was not. It was not what? 
Snowing. Thank you. Wait, it's snowing. Oh my god, it's snowing. What the <laughs> hell? <laughs> Wait. Oh my god. It's actually snowing. I love her so much. I saw that on Twitter, immediately sent it to Bean. It's snowing. <laughs> I didn't know there was an A on the end of that word. Oh, there's a G, a hard G. Yeah. And then mm. the uh, and then the gada. I, love her. Uh, I don't. I think he has enough jobs, so I don't think he needs another suggestion. But if Jerry O'Connell ever finds his way to doing weather reports, he was incredible. Really? Yes, Is that right. He would go live on social media from Calabasas, mm-hmm. and he would go, "I'm here in Calabasas, where the Jenners live, and that Jordan Woods used to live." Oh Every, no! It was. It was so so good, Jerry. If if at all you have a calling, it is weather reports. Well, he is a uh, national treasure, yes. Kerry O'Connell, yes, for yes. sure. So so everybody's cool. Everybody survived. Everybody got in okay. It's not yes. over yet. Not over yet. But uh, I think the precipitation part is over. I think there's still some cold left. Is it I done snowing I think it's done snowing Okay. Yeah, I, I think hope. it's even done raining yeah. I think, oh, that would be good. good. Yeah, I think we're good for at least five days. Okay. Kevin, you All can right. put the shorts back on. Right, finally. <laughs> <laughs> Um, give me uh, five minutes uh, on this one, if we can uh, spare it. We haven't talked about this yet, but uh, this uh, John Wayne controversy uh, continues to, no pun intended, snowball to the point where, here's the headline in the LA Times yesterday, it's time to take John Wayne's name off the Orange County Airport. Now, I have a lot of thought, thoughts about this, not the least of which is most of our listeners have no idea who John Wayne is. He was, until a few years ago, every Gallup poll you would ever see John Wayne was in the top 10 most favorite actors in America. He had a long career with a strong fan base. During what years? I mean, he was big from the 40s, the 50s, the 60s, and the 70s. He was big. He He won an Academy Award. Yeah, he was kind of Western movies The Rock. Yeah, 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 absolutely. I mean, he was a huge movie star. Massive. Massive movie star for decades, but... His kind of films are not the type of thing that you're ever going to see in reruns anymore, unless you're watching, you know, unless you're watching, uh, you know, TCM or something. You're not going to see his movies anymore. So I think his fan base has largely largely aged out or died out. And also, as Paul Shear told us when he was here uh, talking about his unspooled podcast, some of them, when you look back, are quite problematic. Very racist. Mm. Yeah. Very racist. Yeah. Okay. So the reason John Wayne is back in the news right now is because for some reason somebody unearthed a 1971 Playboy interview that he gave where he had very uh, unpolitically correct comments about gay people, about black people, about Native Americans, about young people, about liberals. By the way, uh, let me back up. This is the reason why the airport in in Orange County is named after John Wayne, is because at the time John Wayne was alive, that was what Orange County was all about. It was a super hardcore Republican conservative county. Mm Mm-hmm. Not the case anymore at all, obviously. That has changed with the population's changing. So a lot of people have been questioning, hey, does John Wayne really represent what this county is about anyway? But I guess the reason I bring all of this up is to say the guy was born in 1907. He had a lot of stupid ideas, as almost everybody did of his generation. Not everybody. In 1971, obviously, it was post-civil rights. There had already been you know, some movement in this country in the right direction. But there were a lot of dumb old men like, like him back then. Right, yes. Do are we? Is it reasonable? I guess is my question to hold people from who were born in 1907 to a 2019 standard, no matter how wrong-headed they were. Do we retroactively go back and cancel these people because of what they thought, which was very common thought at the time? Canceled. Uh, I guess that's my question. Do we cancel people? Here's the thing: we're going to have to cancel 
almost all of our grandparents. Absolutely. Certainly mine. This just in, you guys. Times have changed. We've evolved. We've gotten better. Let's let those olds who are most likely dead mm-hmm. be dead, and let's let their bad thoughts and their bad ideas and their racist views die with them. Now, let's just raise our kids better yes, and call it out when we need to call it out. We don't need to call you. out people that have been dead forever. I'll devil's advocate you slightly. Uh, when... John Wayne's airport was named, mm-hmm. African-Americans necessarily weren't going. Like, the reason it was picked is that African-Americans weren't necessarily seen in that airport a lot. Mm-hmm. Right? Which is true. Let's okay. be honest. Right. Orange, Orange County. County yeah. Not very African-American. At least then, less than now even, and it's not even very uh, populated. With them, with, with African-Americans now going into that airport, does it seem offensive to them that they now have to go into something that honors someone that was picked for a certain reason? And that reason was he was kind of conservative in a, in a, in a prick. I don't think he was leading Confederate armies. I think he was an actor that was a D-bag. Mm-hmm. I think there's a huge difference. Maybe there is. I think that's that's a good point. But I, I could see how someone would be like, why do I have to go to the John Wayne Airport when he, he clearly hated my people? But you don't have to go there. They just go to the other one? Yeah. Maybe. I mean, sure. <laughs> but you shouldn't go to the, You should I, be able to go to the airport that's convenient to you. I guess no, my question he was racist. Is, do, we, do you guys agree that it's time to change the name of the John Wayne Airport because he was a D-bag and a prick? No. You don't? No. I mean, it depends. Are we going Kevin Spacey Airport? <laughs> See, <laughs> now, now we're not. If somebody now was like, listen, let's have the... Weinstein Airport, you'd be like, mm-hmm. no, that's well, a horrible right. idea. There is yes. that example. USC had a uh, Brian Singer wing, uh, which they used his name on, and they took mm-hmm. it down. Right. Yeah. I mean, you know, this is a, this is a continuation of the conversation about the Confederate monuments. There were a lot of people who argued, and I think there was a point to be made that these people were awful racist people who fought against the United States, but... 150 years later, you don't take their statue down because that happened and it was part of history. I get, I totally get both I sides. I get both sides, argument. yeah. I do. Um, I just, I mean, like Ali said, you got to eliminate a lot of people. Can we have George Washington and Thomas Jefferson on the money who are slave holders if we're going to have contemporary standards? You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, especially because the argument of always like, well, Abe Lincoln did have slaves at some point. Yes. He also freed exactly. them. But I mean, it is, it's a very slippery slope. And I guess I see both sides. But also, like, why are we naming things after people? Just call it the Orange But even if you do, when you go to the airport, are you thinking about John Wayne, even though that's the name of it? Yeah, I, I don't think casually. Not even, right. Yeah, casually, no, I'm not like, oh, I'm I leaving go from John Wayne. Yeah. But it, is in your, it is in your face. And, like, you know, it's just like most white people aren't offended by the Redskins or the Braves, but Native Americans are, so it's wrong to have that. And I think that's to Jensen's point about if this interview is all over the news that he hated black people or did not – that's not fair to say – did not consider black people his equal – I think that's a that's a little salt in the wound for an African American who's driving to that airport today. I, yeah, I, get, I see that side too. Yeah, like if I found out that, like you know, I don't want to use any names in case they're sponsors, but if I found out that some dude was a Nazi, and mm-hmm. I and I somehow had to find myself in there all the time, I'd probably be like, "This is very aggravating. I hate that I have to go to this dude's I airport." I can see that. Yeah. So anyway, I guess uh, we'll 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 table it there for now. But the next step is they should let Kevin and Bean pick whoever they name that airport <laughs> after, because we could come up with some great great ideas. Who, for them, I, right? I would like Gallagher 2's airport, <laughs> the second one, not the brother. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, got a lot of work ahead of us, you guys. Yeah, yeah we the, do. That you know that what's going to be an uphill climb. Dwayne the Rock Johnson. That's a good replacement for John Wayne. I mean, we say that now. Yep, that's we right. Don't know. No, we, we don't, don't know. know. Durst Airport. 
Oh yeah, I mean, that's, Kirst that's Airport. A keeper. That's right. Yeah. That's after Robert Durst. That's after Robert Durst <laughs> from sure. the Jinx. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. No problems with him. All right, let's talk about today's Kevin and Beach show, shall we? Is it possible, or is it even necessary? Keep it one hundred because it's Friday. We love that feature. Mm-hmm. We have a fast food report. We have uh, Halsey and Youngblood coming in at 7 o'clock. Very excited about that. A new song named 11 Minutes that uh, Travis Barker also plays on. We're going to talk to them uh, about that. I believe somebody on this show was rather turned on by that video yesterday. It's it's a lot. Yeah. And (laughs) and I wasn't turned on. It was just an intense, intense video. She's dead in it the whole time. (laughs) (laughs) Spoiler alert. Oh, sorry. (laughs) She's dead in it. Uh, We're being watched on airplanes. I don't know if you know this or not, but... Conspiracy Alley. We're being watched right now by somebody. Uh, Kevin and Bean get up on this today with Mm -hmm. Jensen. We're going to introduce Jensen to GMC Faucheau. Oh, we're turning the tables. Yes. I like it. We're going to get up on for one person. Uh (laughs) It is shocking. (laughs) It's shocking as long as Jensen has been in hip-hop that he has never enjoyed. I mean, yep. your life has been worthless, yeah, That's a I think we found out who's going to be naming the airport. <laughs> <laughs> a brand new internet roundup on the show today and uh, comedian Ray Romano as well. Lovely. So we'll take a break. We'll come back with what's happening next. It's Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. All right, Allie, what do you have for us here on this Friday? Well, it's Friday, yes. first of all. Why do you, why? Why? Yeah, yeah. Why do you hurt us? That hurts me. But well, we, don't, we don't all love I'm it, and you're speaking for the show, joy. and stop I'm it. spreading joy. No, you're no. not. You're saying a word. Friday is 10% hey, better than Friday, by the way. You thought Fridays were good. They are. Right. Friday for people who think a, saying a, a word is good? It's a little bit more. That's what I'm telling Most you Most people have a weekend that they're excited about, actual weekend, where you go do things, mm-hmm. and then the word isn't the end-all, be-all. Mm. It's Friday. What do you have for us, Sally? Yeah, yeah. Can okay. I give a quick shout out to a listener? Yeah. A guy named Ray Lee Bean, I don't know if you saw this, emailed in to show us that in Santa Anita at their mall, they have uh, they are about to open a new restaurant called Fryay. F-R-Y-Y-A-Y. It is the world's favorite flavored fries. And I think we should go there, Bean. The world's think- favorite flavored fries. Yeah. It's opening think- the Santa Anita right. Mall. First of all, and I think it's a step in the right direction. And I think one day people will say, oh, Friday is what they used to call Friday. Yeah. Yep. Listen, I don't want a small business to fail. Yeah. Uh, but, <laughs> but if that's what it's counting on. It out there. <laughs> no. Good luck to them. Sounds great. So, you guys, I mean, it's, it's Friday. We know what Sunday is, right? We're all looking forward to it. The 91st Academy Awards set to Woo! air from Dolby Theater in Los Angeles. ABC, 5 p.m. Kevin drew the unlucky straw. He is the <laughs> one that has to watch it. He is the one that has to tell us who won what. What was a great speech? This is Bean's dialo- diabolical plan where he, or I thought it was my turn for the Grammys. He's right. like, I'll do it. Right. I was he like, was very quick. <laughs> fantastic. And, and the I way think he, he played said you. it. He played you. He totally was like, played 
Kevin, you know how I love music. I'll do the Grammys. Totally played and he went, me. I remember he even set it up. He was like, well, Alicia Keys doesn't sound great, but I'll do the Grammys. <laughs> uh, he led into it. Man. Manipulator. And then how long was it before he sort of finally let me know that he didn't want to do the Oscars and I have to? When he to was now. gloating the whole uh, day? Yeah. The Grammys were the best show I've seen in <laughs> yeah. years. Yeah. Real ugly. Okay. <laughs> I know you're not looking forward to it, but it's all. only about four hours and 15 minutes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And there's a, there's a lot of awards that they give out to the best foreign animated short film. Yep. That I've never heard of. <laughs> and yesterday, we were talking about some of the presenters, and as the list went on, Kevin's face just got sadder and sadder. I think when I started off with Barbara Streisand as a list, as the list went on, he was just like, Barbara Streisand, he does not like her a lot. No. Um, well, I have more presenters for you. <laughs> oh, no. No, 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 no. I think this is going to change things. Okay. okay. Chris Evans. Great. All right, Tina Fey. Great. All right, great. Chadwick Boseman. Oh, right. Daniel Craig. Wow. Whoopi Goldberg. Brie Larson, Jennifer Lopez, this is great. Amy Poehler, Maya Rudolph, Charlize Theron, Tessa Thompson, Constance Wu. Where were any of those names yesterday? When Not you sure yeah. at all. Where's former, way, Mo- where's former Milwaukee Brewer Paul Molitor? <laughs> right? Any show that somehow incorporates Amy Poehler and Tina Fey gets 10% better. Right? And Maya Rudolph. Are yeah, you kidding that, me with that's this? That's terrific. Yeah, you win. Um, and I, I say all that... Uh, because I'm leading you into this. No, oh no. So uh, remember how you were uh, the only thing really you were you were okay with at the Oscars was Kendrick Lamar and SZA performing yeah. their song "All the Stars" from Black Panther. Yeah, that mm-hmm. sounds awesome. Yeah, it, uh, it's gonna be great. I love seeing him. Yeah, I remember to see him live, mm-hmm. and he was great. Well, keep it's holding that what? memory. What? They will not be performing oh. that at the show. Oh, no. The this song, is a colossal disaster. <laughs> Sir, I agree. Won't be performed at all, even by another group. Lamar has been traveling abroad. Sources say that he was in talks with the Academy to try and make the performance happen, happen but logistics, timing, everything got in the way. Or Kendrick was like, no. What? Why? No. <laughs> See, I'm playing the part of Kendrick Lamar. That's what I believe he said. But mm-hmm. it could very well be. It just couldn't happen logistically. But replacing him is Michael Bublé. Nope. And uh, Michelle Branch. Wow. So no one's going to sing that song? No one's at all. doing it. It's just going to... They're going to just play the CD? I don't know. <laughs> Everybody listen now to that. a track from a CD. <laughs> but all the remaining Oscar-nominated songs will be performed live. Uh, the Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper will do Shallow. Bette Midler... Oh, Kevin. Holy crap. <laughs> oh, this is my nightmare show. Bette Midler performing The Place Where Lost Things Go from Mary Poppins Returns. Jennifer Hudson, or as we know her, J-Hud, performing mm-hmm. I'll Fight from RBG. Uh, Gillian Welch, or is it Gillian Welch? Gillian. I always, okay, Gillian Welch and David Rowlings will perform When a Cowboy Trades His Spurs for Wings from the Ballad of Buster Scruggs. Mm. And, uh, you know, added uh, happy bonus, Queen will be performing with Adam Lambert, so that's okay. good. That could be good. Yeah. What if yeah. I try my best, and but let's succeed? say my DVR doesn't <laughs> like get it, right? What if that happens? Right. It, oh, it's the wrong channel. I can't believe I taped ESPN for four and a half hours. And you just bring us those stories? Yes. Okay. Listen, Kevin, I'm not saying that you won't be professional and you won't <laughs> do your work. I am. Um, But let's be honest. Like, just wake up a little earlier the next day and look at the highlights online. All right. But, but also be professional and do your work. Sure. 
but I, I have found in my experience of many years of covering award shows is you kind of have to watch them for the stuff that you don't expect. You, you know do, I mean? and it sucks. <laughs> yeah. Well, it sounds like you want to do it, so I'm good with that. Um, I mean, I, you know I really want to, but if right. you really want to, I would. I'm gonna, I'm gonna let you have mm. this one. I, I could, but I. I, I think I, I think you deserve this one. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> That's just painful. Oh, all right, guys. Some birthdays for you. James Blunt, Rachel Dratch, Kyle McLaughlin, Drew Barrymore, and Eliza Schlesinger. And that's what's happening. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. Brand new song called 11 Minutes on the world famous K Rock 106.7 K Rock. Young Blood and Halsey. Oh, yeah. Who are here in studio with us right now on K Rock. Don't say a word. Don't say a word. Don't say a word. Okay. Here's what we're going to do. That song is called what, Kevin? 11 Minutes. That's how long this interview is going to be. I'm hitting the button right now. Mm -hmm. Ladies and gentlemen, it is 11 Minutes with Halsey and Young Blood. Do you think we can pull that off? No. Have you guys ever done an interview with me before? I don't know how to shut up. Come on. This is not happening. We talked to you four years ago. I know. I was really scared to come in today. Why? Why? I don't know, because I kind of feel like, you know, it's obviously been a couple years, mm-hmm. and I I was here all the time, you right. know, when I was first starting out. I was coming in to visit you guys all the time. And Someone said you had a crush on Stryker. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> well, we can talk about that another time. I mean, who doesn't? Um, I feel like Stryker had a crush on me. No, you know, it's funny. I was just saying, I feel like I, I went to high school, and mm-hmm. I left to go to a rival high school, and now I'm back, and you guys are like, what, you think you can just show up at K-Rock? There's no rival high school. <laughs> really? This, I'm serious. I was, I was walking in this morning, like a little terrified that you guys were going to be like, You think he can just come in here after all that closer business? Really? <laughs> you think he just show up at an alternative radio station after all that closer nonsense? And well, I was like, Oh my gosh, I just hope they forgive me. We're good with that. Yeah, here's, I mean, you, here's what I, 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 I like that song. Thank you. Yeah, I love that song. I'm going to tell you that you are, yes, true. You are a pop sensation. There's no question about that. Oh, but boy. you are one of those artists who is a singer who has her own point of view, sings and speaks from the heart, and there's always going to be room for people like you wow. in, uh, across the universe. I mean, there just is. Agreed. Yeah, but, yeah, like I a, agree. but you are like a total sellout, Housie. So. I know. <laughs> just reminding you. Yeah. Okay, look, I promise you that... I will be here more often. Hey. Okay. All right. All right. That's good. Sure just a reminder. Awesome. Just a reminder. We have 10 minutes left. Okay. Sorry. Uh, anyway. No, nine minutes and 14 Woo. seconds. Okay, uh, I'm keeping go. track here. Jets. All right. Go. Let's let's talk a business uh, up front and then we'll see what we have time for after because we just heard 11 minutes to do song that's been out like about 10 days or something like that. How did it happen? How did you guys uh, come to know one another for starters, I guess? Dumb. Do you want me to go? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Sure. Amazing. Um, yeah. Everyone always says like, was it a planned thing? Mm-hmm. And it absolutely wasn't. Okay. It was like, it just kind of came together in like a week, didn't it? A day. A, yeah, I mean, a day, but like... Yeah. From, uh, was it a day or a week? From <laughs> I mean, from meeting to recording. You no. are under a, oath, Dom. I mean, I think... <laughs> yeah. And know, on the Bible, man. <laughs> we, uh, you know, uh, we met because I was a huge fan of what 
of what down what young love is doing and um you know it's really inspiring for me to see an artist like like him because i've i've built you know a lot of my music and my fan base off of creating the culture for my fans you know right. where they feel like we speak a yeah. secret language and he's so similar in that respect and it was just so organic and it was kind of one of those things at first where i was like i have to meet him a because i want to know what's going through his head because i <laughs> i was you know there four years ago and b because i just i'm inspired and i want to learn more about what he's doing um you know, so it was just a, it was a reach out. It was like, hey, I feel like we're we're speaking the same language oh, here. We no. should get together. No, 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 no. I wasn't like, let's meet up and have a meeting. I was like, do you want to go get drunk? Yeah, dude. <laughs> literally. I was just like, I was in the studio. I remember. I'm just like, Halsey just DM me, and all my mates just like, what? I'm like, yeah. It's <laughs> like such BS. Do you know how many dudes on the regular I DM and I'm like, you want to get drunk? And then I'm blocked. <laughs> so this is insane. Okay, I will say, I will say, here's what I did. This is the power move. Okay. okay. This is how you gain control of the situation. All right. I just sent my phone number and no other words. Yeah. Oh, dude, I'm, like, I'm just like, yeah. I'm just is like, that right? I was just kind of like a bit like a rabbit in headlights. I was like, what? But it was cool because we we. He was like, yeah, let's go. Totally. He happened to be in town, and we went and we had some drinks. And uh, We're at seven minutes, Halsey. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we're at, we're at, we're at, and we start talking, about, fire. we start talking about the music we grew up on. And the cool thing is that since, you know, Dom is from Doncaster, I'm from New Jersey, which are kind of similar places in different parts of the are world. They? Okay. Yeah, like, you know, this like small places where people kind of fall into, like, their family's business, or they stay in the same town for a long time. They start a family young, you know what I mean? There's, yeah. like, not a whole lot of get-out-of-this-place culture, yeah. quote-unquote. Right, right. So we grew up on the same kind of music, but in a very different way, where he was growing up on, like, you know, Brit rock and Brit pop rock, and I was growing up on, you know, the American kind of, like, emo revival of, like, 2005 to 2015 yeah. or whatever. And when we met, it was cool, because he was like, let me show you more about Blur. And I was like, let me tell you about Taking Back Sunday. Wow. You know what I mean? Which was really cool. And that's what was sick, because I was like, Whoa, man! You know, you know, you, you know what you're talking about. Do you know what I mean? Which was just so sick. Well, and music fans together is always the most fun. A hundred percent. And it was just like a vomiting of just so much like energy instantly. Yeah. Which this, is uh, sick. this song, though, correct me if I'm wrong, and I'm terrible at interpreting lyrics because you know, especially when you fall in love with the beat and you go, "Oh, that's yeah. a bop." Yeah. But <laughs> once I started listening and making out the the that's lyrics, a I, it's I a thought, bop. That's a "This bop. is not a healthy relationship that is being described in this song." Am I wrong? You know, it's not about a toxic relationship. It's actually. Um, Dom, while we were having drinks and we were talking about where we come from yeah. and like the stories, like some of the sad stories, because I think we both grew up in a place where like kids kind of either fell victim to like drug use. So there's like, you know, that small town sensation where people like mysteriously die. It's like a dark, it's a really dark thing. But yeah. like there's a lot of small towns sure. where there's like a lot of kids before graduation. Like it's a weird like um phenomenon that happens in, in small towns sometimes. It sort of feels like a black hole where kind they just of, can't yeah. get out of it. Yeah. yeah, and we were talking about it, and one of the stories that you brought up yeah. was... Um, about two young, like, literally two young people, and they're the best... Five minutes left. I remember... Okay. <laughs> Sorry, I'll, I'll, Jesus, I'll speak. I know, tell me about it. It's like, whoa! <laughs> um, okay, so, basically, like, two young people, and they're the best, like, kind of couple in high school. You know what I mean? You knew they were going to be together for, like, ever. Yeah, right? like quarterback and cheerleader. Exactly. Yeah. Quarterback yeah. and cheerleader, but kind of the football British. player yeah. and the girl who worked in the pub. Um, <laughs> and, um, and, yeah, they were just kind of together, but they, they, they split up because of the way kind of society 
tells us to be. You know what I mean? It's like love has almost become secondary to success and power and a career. So they're kind of forced apart in, in, in that respect. So they're trying to do what they're being told to do. Well, yeah. Hold on, there's a plot twist. Instead of what their heart is. There's a plot twist. So basically, <laughs> they they split up. They agree to get back together. Right. After, I don't know, two, two three years apart. Okay, come on, five minutes. So, okay, two, three years <laughs> apart. Four, four and now. Then they, okay, fine. And then they uh, meet, they meet, wow, this is pressure. Whoa. Um, they meet up, they agree to meet up. She texts him saying, I'm 11 minutes away. He's waiting for her. She gets hit by, a, uh, she gets into a car accident. Oh. And oh, he is stood dog, there. you're a bad man. What are you guys, what are you guys, <laughs> what are you, M. Knight? It's a true story. It's based on a true story. Yeah, it's based on a true story. It was cool for me because if, if you're listening, and you're familiar with like the what I was just talking about the music I grew up. One of my favorite songs growing up was by a brand a band called Brand New, and it was a song called Limousine, <laughs> and it was a song <laughs> that Jesse Lacey wrote about a young girl in his town who gets killed on the way to her aunt's wedding, oh, and the, the like in the bridal party. And it's a true story. It's a very sad song, but it was so moving. And so Don was telling me this story over drinks, and I was like, "This reminds me of this song." And he was like, "Well, that's funny because I'm actually writing." a song about this yeah. and I was like I have to be a part of it. Yeah. Yeah. So that all it. happened in the same night of having yes. like 20 minutes. When yeah. I was a kid, I listened to Paul Abdul opposites attract. <laughs> like this is yeah. the darkest group of children <laughs> listeners. I know it's yes. Yeah, uh, less than uh, three minutes to go. Oh, oh, he's oh, this guy. The pressure. This yeah, guy. I know. Tell me what? about it. We got Six. 11 minutes. That's oh. what we said. Okay. Uh, I have to ask. So, uh, uh, Youngblood, Halsey, 11 minutes. Yes. Is Travis Barker on the record? Yeah. How, how did that come to play? Okay, this is the cool. Part this is so cool, man. So we were we were in the studio and. And like uh, we were, we were we were hanging out and working on the record, and something wasn't right. It was like a little synthesized, yeah. like it was a little too modern. Like we really wanted that nostalgic feeling of like the music that we we grew up on. And Dom had mentioned in passing, he was like, you know, um, I just miss that feeling, like you know, that like Blink eighty two, like that I grew up on. And me and Zach Servini, one of the producers on the record, we were kind of like, oh, cool, we'll just call Travis. And Dom was yeah, like, bro, my Joe's on the call floor. Travis And he was like, no way. And uh, Travis showed up like 15 minutes later and was like, what's up? You guys yeah. you guys post-mated Travis Barker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but he showed Bro, up and was freaking he was out. super, super down. He was super into the record. Um, and Dom, you'd never met him before this? Are you joking me, man? <laughs> like, 13-year-old me was crying. I'm like looking at him like, what? And she goes I, out for a cigarette. I will say, he it was that was a really impressive moment, I will say, for Dom. Dom is a creative and as a as an as a um a, a executor. Mm-hmm. It was really incredible. I went outside to, to well, thanks for blowing up my spot. I went outside <laughs> to have a break and I came back oh, inside. Sorry. Yeah, thanks. And I came back inside <laughs> and um Dom's leaning against the, the mixing board, looking through the glass, and he's like, okay, yeah, but could you try it like this? And I'm like, what? He's talking to Travis. <laughs> Don't tell him what to I do. Know. Nah, it wasn't he knows it. what he's doing. Don't tell him what to do. It wasn't uh, final, final minute, you guys. Final, final 60 seconds. Oh, come on. Oh, shut up. The song is great. We should probably go more into this. Now I'm nervous. Dude, <laughs> what, are your, uh, what are your plans for the uh, spring and summer, you guys? 
I mean, you, oh my god, the ticking noise! Oh, I know the ticking noise. Like for a minute. Okay, ready? You go. Ten seconds. I'll go. Ten seconds. Go. I'm finishing up my record, and I have a couple really exciting surprises happening in the festival world, and some. You mean the biggest secret unrelated to the album? When you guys hear it, some of you are gonna explode. That secret. You know what's funny is that applies to actually a bunch of stuff. I just said it because I was like, this <laughs> yeah. could be anything. <laughs> and for me, loads of touring, man, across the states, across the world, and loads more new music. Let's some go. Really great. New music. Do you guys have anything more though? We have a couple more seconds. We anything have, uh, more you plan on? Seconds for, left. Anything oh, more this summer? I mean, uh, well, the ten. And subject of the song, the music video is out yeah, uh, today, is. Friday. Do you guys like pasta? We yeah, man, loads, man. I love pasta. Pasta. I make she makes pasta. an incredible pasta. I think that's our time. This has been Holly and Youngblood for eleven minutes on the world famous K Rock. Kevin and Bean on K Rock. K R O Q. Calling all pop culture enthusiasts. Are you obsessed with all things celebrity? Do you live for the drama, the laughs, and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media? Then you're going to want to tune in to the Comments by Celebs podcast. Join us three times a week as we deep dive into every aspect of pop culture. Whether it's dissecting the latest trends or just chatting about your favorite celebs, Comments by Celebs has you covered. We have new episodes out every week. Follow and listen to Comments by Celebs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Remember the Halsey times? Oh my yeah. God! And Youngblood, so and Youngblood. He was what a good an, kid. Yep. Yeah, really he, uh, enjoyed them. Both he, cool. He, he, we put, I posted a picture of us with them, but if you if you needed a visual, he looks like Jesse Camp from, <laughs> from MTV. <laughs> MTV VJ's hair all over the place. Yeah. Ray Romano explains his Beatle haircut in his new Netflix movie coming up just after 8. And we're going to introduce Jensen to our all-time favorite rapper, GMC Fosho, that he has never heard of before. No. That's going to be a treat. But first, this pains me to say it, but Allie, you you, you were right again. Thank you, Bean. Why don't we just listen to you in the first place? I mean, it never gets old hearing it. And trust me, I hear it a lot. <laughs> <laughs> so a lot of you know that I... I I tend to be a little paranoid, and I use that in air quotes because I shouldn't be paranoid. I should just know I'm going to be right all the time about this. <laughs> I have issues with um, the camera on your computer. I cover that. Camera on my iPhone, I cover that. I always tell you, listen, Alexa's listening to you all the time. Right. We found out, uh, it was just last month, that Apple had that bug where you could record FaceTime conversations without the other person even picking even up the phone. Even if you deny the call. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Unbelievable. And of course, there was Alexa recording private conversations and then sending it to someone on an email list. Roombas have been mapping out your home for years, <laughs> sending it to their robot right, overlords. It's big brother times. We get it. I mean, then the Hello Barbie, you could hack into that, listen to conversations. There's just so many different Baby monitors. things. Just insanity. The government is getting our 23andMe results. It's never I'm, ending. I'm telling you. So. Earlier this month, Google announced that the Nest Guard, which is the centerpiece of the Nest security home system, Mm -hmm. would soon receive Google Assistant functionality. Awesome, right? But in order to use that Google Assistant, you need to have a speaker and a microphone element. So people are like, oh, bummer, I have to go buy more product. (laughs) Nope, sure didn't. Because Nest Guard had a microphone 
the whole time. And people didn't know. You're so, so paranoid and so right. Yeah. So this from Google. The Google Assistant on Nest Guard is an opt-in feature. And as the feature becomes available to our users, they'll receive an email with instructions on how to enable the feature and turn on the microphone in the Nest app. Nest Guard does not have one-on-one device microphone. It's not enabled by default. So you have to turn it on. I see. Like but they it's been couldn't, there the whole time. Yeah, like right. they couldn't remotely. So everybody's flipping out. They're like, how did you not let us know this was there? So speaking to Business Insider, a Google spokesperson said that the emission was made in error. They never intended for it to be a secret. Oh, we forgot to tell you there's a microphone. Yet you knew at some point that you would probably have some sort of Google Assistant component. So it's been there the whole time. I cannot I, I cannot. Just, I just think that any we should we, we should be at the point where any product that has a camera or a microphone, it should be upfront. Yeah, that that's what's going on. Yeah. It should I, be upfront you that it. it has a camera or a microphone. Right. I think we should just start assuming everything does, and other people can hear everything. Yeah, that's we're what doing. I do. From Teddy Ruxpin down, right. everything Absolutely. has been recording us for decades. <laughs> That brings brings me to uh, quite possibly one of the most concerning stories. So a viral photo showing a camera in a Singapore Airlines in-flight TV display recently caused an uproar online. Wait, so there's a camera? You're watching the TV and there's a camera yeah, watching the, you? The, the little headrest in front of you, yeah. you're watching TV. A guy was like, what is that? What? But maybe you're saying, well, I don't fly Singapore Airlines. I'm cool. Well, no, it's also um, on some American Airlines premium economy class flights as well. So there was a guy. Why would they put be put in any of those? Well, I'll, I'll get to that. There's okay. a guy who turns out he uh, he worked for BuzzFeed and he was really up on tech. Mm-hmm. Super security paranoid, he said. I observe tech in day-to-day life and wonder how a malicious person can get in bad ways. So he's flying to Tokyo in September. Notice something strange. What looked to be a little camera embedded in the in-flight monitor. It's not very well hidden. No, it it literally, you look at it, you're like, that looks like a camera looking <laughs> right back at me. So he's like, listen, I'm not paranoid. That is a camera. So American Airlines spokesperson Ross Feinstein confirmed to BuzzFeed Nudes. 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 What's that? Whole, yeah, that that's site? a different By the way, site. Let's not think BuzzFeed Nudes isn't already a site. <laughs> you're right. <laughs> but they confirmed that cameras are present on some of the airline's in-flight entertainment systems, but said, quote, they have never been activated and American is not considering using them. Cameras are a standard feature on many in-flight entertainment systems used by multiple airlines. Why? Why would they do that? Here's what they say. Manufacturers of those systems have included cameras for possible future uses, such as hand gestures to control in-flight entertainment. Because pressing a button to scroll up or down on a screen is too much. Wow. We're just going to wave from our seats. That is no. not what it's for. No. Why would they have ever put a camera in these ever? Unbelievable. What so, would they even want to see? They're also saying that these are... You oh, know, they're not just, working, Jensen. These they just put them there. intentionally designed with a camera, but rather they're just off the shelf from manufacturers with the camera already integrated. Well, no, so they intentionally had a camera because that's how they built them. Yeah. This is a lie. This is all, like, they're just going around and around and around. But what possibly 
do they need to look at you on a flight for? Yeah, that's Unless, weird. The only thing I can think, because let's face it, they only see you eating, reading, or sleeping, right? Mm-hmm. The only thing I think is maybe some sort of facial recognition software so that they know where everybody is all the time. Maybe they, they just want to see how I sleep. Oh, were like you a, a straight jeweler? shot? Yeah. What's it? What's it all about? It's blackmail. It's hmm. just I don't like any of it. It seems so, Allie, bad. Will you never take another flight again because you're going to have a camera on you and you can't turn it off? Have you met me? I have a cover for every camera in my life. If you don't think I already have a plan to bring a big old piece of paper or a scarf and put it right up there, you don't know Conspiracy Alley. The Kevin and Bean Show on K Rock. Two things I want to mention on uh, Kevin Bean's social media today. Um, we put up every every morning, Jensen and I do a t-shirt battle. The yeah. Kevin Bean a t-shirt battle mm-hmm. because we are both huge t-shirt fans and we still dress like we're seven. Yes. And we put our shirts up against each other and every day we post a photo on the Instagram and the Kevin Bean Facebook and the Kevin Bean Twitter. What's your uh, your photo today, Jensen? Uh, today I am wearing a Pusha t-shirt and mm. uh, it's in honor of it snowing in California and we all know that Pusha T pushes that weight. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we don't coordinate wow. ahead of time. By coincidence, I am also wearing a musical T-shirt today. Uh, I am wearing the album cover of Kiss's Destroyer from 1976 oh. because I'm going to see Kiss tonight Yes, in New Orleans. And the reason I wanted to point out this photo is, you know how somebody either dies or goes missing and there's a photo <laughs> on the news yeah. of that person? Yep. <laughs> right. Please choose this photo. (laughs) I want this to be my photo if I ever go missing. It's not like you're doing devil horns with your tongue out, right? Uh, That's exactly what I'm doing. Also, you you technically have the exact opposite of Gene Simmons' tongue. Uh, That's words, true. For my size, it's a tiny it tongue. That's barely reaches outside of his mouth. <laughs> yeah, I already, I already texted Donna. Sorry. <laughs> I feel like popsicles are an issue for you. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, you can uh, cast your vote or just at least check out the photos on all the Kevin Bean uh, social media. The t-shirt battle is up for today. All right, so that's thing one. Thing two. We made a reference yesterday. I can't remember how, but we made a reference off air about the rapper GMC Faucheau, Yeah, who is somebody we fell in love with about five or six years ago. He's a rapper from Detroit, and he started posting these videos, and some of them got to be pretty popular, like in the millions of views. Jensen, who is a hip-hop head and has been since he was a kid, yeah. has never experienced the magic of GMC for show. So much so, I recently wrote a trivia game about hip-hop for the Trivial Pursuit Company. Mm-hmm. That's Jeez. how much rap I know. You wrote the whole thing. I wrote the whole thing, and I've never heard of this person. And that's well, no diss to him. You should be ashamed of yourself. I'm, I'm the problem. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, would you like to uh, Would you like to hear your first ever GMC Faux Show song? Looking forward to this. This is probably one of his most famous ones, and we'll let this go for a little while. This was his big hit, I'm the Best. 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 How was your uh, rate of flow so far, Jensen? Well, so, so far, technically, there is no flow. So I can't <laughs> read something that's not Are there. Are you not booking him for Drop the Mic yet? No. I mean, I feel like I'm still in the intro, so let's see. Okay. Okay. Standing on a car, finger in the air. With some women's with my fingers in their head. Yes, I be the one that went street fighter tournaments. Make a million dollars without even earning it. I got the highest score in the world on my SAT. 
Mm-hmm. And then I went to Everest to learn how to sling them trees. Mm-hmm. I don't have to count to know I'm worth a billion. You know what bigger number? I am worth a gillion. I'm the best. At- <laughs> He's worth a gillion. Come on. It's a lie. He didn't go trillion. He skipped yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, I listen. He kind of gets down there at some point. <laughs> it does. Okay. <laughs> All right. So now let me just play some uh, some highlights of some of his other songs. Also, again, we, we should not. Ignore that it was just a, the beat was just him going da 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 da. I mean that's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. So so he does it all. Yeah, is what you're um, saying. Yeah, we uh, used to play quite a bit, especially on uh, you know uh, team members' of birthdays. Like if we come in one day and it's Chip's birthday or it's Dave's birthday or something like this, we would give him a little bit of the birthday song. Birthday. <laughs> it's my candle blowing birthday. Look at that. He does say Bess, and he says birthday. Birthday. Both very, I mean, he's kind of dope. I mean, listen, there was a part I was like, oh, this, but then he was like, da 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 birthday. I was like, that's kind of a melody. Uh, I mean, he's not hitting the melody, but yes. (laughs) One does exist, at least. Yes. Uh, He also has a song about uh, rifle verses, and I think you'll enjoy this. It's the hardest beat. This is the hardest beat anybody's ever heard. It's made out of gunshots. (laughs) Gunshots are the beat. About to make these rifles burst. Taking off our shirts. About to make these rifles burst. Taking off our shirts. I mean, you can't get any harder than a beat made out of gunshots. He's not, not wrong. wrong. No. Uh, he did right. a song about them pants. Girl, you got them pants. He also did a song about oven mitts. I'm so hot, I need some mother loving oven mitts. I'm so hot, I need some mother loving oven mitts. <laughs> very, GMC for show is very into swag, and Chip and I can attest to this because we both have merch from GMC for show. <laughs> we love his swag as much, and he raps about it. And uh, one more, and I think this he's is... He's so happy right now. I oh, am yeah. just, I'm loving this so much. Same. Let's, let's never forget when he... And, and all great rappers can do this. I mean, you can you know, think about how hard LL Cool J was in his youth, you know, with Mama Said Knock You Out oh, yeah. and songs like that. But then he slowed it down for I Need Love. And okay. that's a skill that not every rapper has. But GMC for sure can do it. Casually drinking milk. Casually drinking milk. Casually drinking milk. Casually drinking milk. Jensen, he's casually drinking milk. I mean, it's about time somebody addressed that topic. <laughs> Is there nothing this man can't do? I, uh, I only have one thing to say. Eat it. <laughs> You're I mean. all in. The Kevin and Bean Show, world famous K Rock. We have two super fun music features on Friday mornings. Keep it 100, where you get to choose any song you want coming up just after nine. And this version of What's Happening that we do at this time every week with Allie McKay. Take it away. Yeah, this is when we highlight our playlist that's called That's My Jam. And you can find it on any of our social medias at Kevin and Bean, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, wherever you find it. Just go ahead and click along to the playlist because we all have very different musical tastes. We all are into different music at different times. This is a playlist of all of our songs we're either into that we want other people to know about, maybe even a song that came across a playlist and we're like, oh, remember that jam? So we put it all together for you so you have new music every single week from our That's My Jam playlist. First up, Kevin, what's your jam? This is a song that came out last year and I missed. 
but I just caught up with it. It's from a electronic duo from Norway, Bean. How about Ooh, that? From I mean, Norway. I'm intrigued. They have a French name, and I believe it's Lumetro. Lu- hold on, hold on. Lumetro. Lumetro. Oh, okay. I didn't know we all could have reference points for when we can't come up with something, but sure. Lumetro. Lumetto. That's actually just a French guy we have on standby. Which is weird. We to use I'm so him. happy we finally got to bring him in here. Yeah, we've been paying him for the whole year. It's kind of a mix of uh, Daft Punk and Phoenix, and uh, it features the um, vocals by Betty Who, who is a singer songwriter from Australia. Yeah, she's good. Yeah. And uh, the song is called Rocket Girl. Nice. All right, Bean, you're up. Uh, Allie, you're going to be very excited. My band is from Scotland. Oh. And all you need to know about them is they are a cross between New Order and Nine Inch Nails. Good all right. night. The band is called Man of Moon. Their new song is called Skin. Hit it, Steve. And Le maître. <laughs> Within two beats, I was like, yep. Y'all were shaking in. her head immediately. Yeah. In, in, love it. Man of moon. Jensen, you're yeah. up. Listen, uh, I I was a huge Monkees fan. I'm not, growing up, I loved their television show and their music and their movie head. I loved everything about them. Mm-hmm. And yesterday we lost Peter Tork, who was 24 at the time when the band first came out. So he was actually the oldest, I believe. Um, and he was also the funniest he was like the comedian of the group uh-huh. uh and then later i went home and was like oh man peter torque died to my wife and found out i'm oh, sorry <clears throat> my wife and found out that she, uh, he played her dad on boy meets world no way yeah, he was Whoa. he was also topanga's dad yeah Whoa. and i love i mean i like a lot of their songs but last train to clarksville the is, monkeys <laughs> thank you thank you <laughs> thank you as if i needed Le any- oh, okay <laughs> that's quite a battle the monkeys. The Here are the monkeys. Right. Right. Uh, Last Train Clarksville's a bop. It's so good. And listen to the keys because that's what Peter played on it. It's great. Take the Still a jam. 106.7. Right, Rodney, we're, we're doing, we're already doing the thing. He's Rodney on the Rock Show. Okay. He's heard the monkeys. Brand new from well, the monkeys. It's not brand, brand new. new. Not really. From the but... album Good Times. Okay. And that's Love to Love. No. Now, that particular 
cut had Davy Jones singing lead on it. No. Mm. Along with Peter Tork and Mickey Dolenz. And okay, but this is... With the day and age, with magic, mm -hmm. they actually brought Davy out and got him to sing. Okay, well, thank you, It must you, be a hidden track or something. Okay. All right. There he was, there singing he was. in the sure. New Monkeys album. Okay, thank you so New much. Monkeys. Thank you. Yeah. Appreciate that. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, rest in peace. All right. Uh, my song is from a guy who I have... I've just loved him since his first album in 2005. His his voice is ma just magic to me. His name is Amos Lee. But the reason I'm telling you about this song is to tell you also about an organization called the Melodic Caring Project. Do you know about this? I don't. They stream concerts to kids that are quarantined, kids that can't leave the hospital, they can't sometimes even have visitors, and they personalize these concerts to specific kids. It is That's really unbelievable. Cool. And a couple years ago, Amos Lee did one of these shows uh, streaming from Seattle, and he did a shout out to a little girl that was watching named Maya. He wound up then meeting Maya, became friends with Maya and her family, and she inspired this song because she is an eight, was, at the time, an eight-year-old girl that literally changed the way he looked at life. Like, we all go through the most trivial things. We're like, oh, can't find my keys. This blows. My life sucks. And then you're like, this eight-year-old is battling for her life. So maybe we give the trivial things a little bit of a rest. But the reason I chose this song, not only because she inspired it, but she sings with him on mm. the chorus, which is just, it's everything that's right with humanity. It is Amos Lee. It's off of his seventh studio album, My New Moon. And this is the Mighty Maya mix of Little Light. Some days I feel like I'm against a wall. Ooh. But then I look at you, standing strong and tall against it. Oh. Hey, let your little light shine. Let your little light shine for the world to see. Hey, let your little light shine. Let your little light shine. Wow, I love that. Mm -hmm. I, I can't stress enough if you haven't heard any Amos Lee. Every single yeah, album is incredible. He's one of my all-time favorites. And they told Maya she was favorites. singing on that song and then put her way down in the mix, right? <laughs> I hate you so very much. And then they auto-tuned her. <laughs> Again, it is called That's My Jam. You can find it on any of our social medias, at Kevin and Bean. It is lovely. It is delightful. Now, let's talk about some birthdays. Oh, man. Damn it, Bean. Oh, wow. wow. Alan, right. take, take a beat when you say job. birthdays. We're out of time anyway. Go ahead. Drew Barrymore, Kyle McLaughlin, Rachel Drash, James Blunt, Eliza Schlesinger. I hate you, Bean. That's what's happening. Le Maître. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. Damn you to hell, Kevin. Damn you to hell for even bringing this up. We're talking to uh, Ray Romano in a minute. And uh -huh. I asked Jensen if he knows the story of when Ray Romano was on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. And Bean <laughs> was his call. Phone a his friend. Phone, yeah. a, friend, phone yeah. a friend, yeah. yeah. And I yeah. talked Ray into it. I was like, listen. Bean knows more stuff about more things than anyone on earth. He's yeah, perfect. Sure. Absolutely. Ray's like, are you telling me the truth? I was like, yes, for sure. Got his phone number. Here's what happened. Let's call this this radio guy. He's a friend of mine. He has a radio station called the Kevin and Bean Show. His name is Beans Baxter. Let's call you know, Bean. I know this guy. Do you Let's know? Get Beans on the line. Supposedly yeah, okay. smart. Supposedly he's smart. <laughs> All right. AT&T, get us the Bean Man. <laughs> How is that not the most famous drop you have? <laughs> this is such... I'm so triggered right now hearing this, by the way. <laughs> Them talking me up before they call me and I fall so flat on my face in front of a national audience. Hello? 
Hello, Bean. <clears throat> yeah, yes, sir. How are you? Regis Philbin here from ABC, so wants to be a millionaire. Regis, good evening to you. How you doing? You want to find How's my boy Ray? Does everyone still love him? Everybody loves it. Okay. <laughs> stupid or acceptable? Uh, Both. Stupid and Both. acceptable. Both, yeah. Both. Okay. All right, Bean, when he comes on the line, he's going to read you the question. The four possible answers. One, one of them is the right answer. Start now. What, what is the capital of the Republic of Georgia? Sophia, Vilnius, Tbilisi, Tallinn. Hey, I'm going to be completely honest with you here. I don't know that. Any, uh, anything? Can you narrow it down? Yeah, see if Regis will accept Atlanta. <laughs> I mean, I, I got a little, a little laugh from the crowd, right? right? Did, did that help Ray? <laughs> it didn't help Ray. That's okay. about it for you, pal. I'm sorry. That's all right, thanks. Never doing your show again. <laughs> So much for the bean, huh? So much for the bean, huh? Mocked I was, I tell you, mocked. Now the guy who's never doing our show again. It's on our show. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, our friend Ray Romano. The new Netflix film is available starting today. It is called Paddleton. Ray, I apologize that you had to relive that, as did I, but our friend Jensen had not heard it yet, so that's why we brought it out. You know, I have a I have a T-shirt that says that. So much for the beans. <laughs> <laughs> and so by the Ray, way, you know, since then I've yeah. learned every capital of every country in the world. I memorized them just Good. you know because I was neurotic and I didn't I wanted to just see in- if I didn't have Alzheimer's. <laughs> not not kidding. This is a true story. I know every capital of every country in the world. I am I'm probably the dumbest guy. If you put a room full of people who know every capital in the world, I'm just <laughs> one of those guys. <laughs> that is. That is unbelievable. That's a strange category, too. That's also unbelievable that you would do that just because of that one horrific incident. No, I don't think I did it because it was a while, it was a while after that. It was just, it was just, I went to this site, Sporkle, online, mm-hmm. uh, S-P-O-R-C-L-E, and it gives you these little mind games. Right. And, you know, I'm neurotic of everything out there, and one of them was memory loss and all that. And first I learned all the countries. It took me about a month to just name every country. You, you, they have a little game you can play online. Mm-hmm. And then I said, let's try the capitals. And it took about nine months probably <laughs> to learn everything. So there's some weird ones out there. Where's yeah, Regis be able now? To sell them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did it stick? Like if I were to say Bangladesh yeah. right now, would the capital come to mind? Yeah, DACA, D-H-A-K-A. Wow. <laughs> Ray, Ray, I didn't know you were so close to the Paddleton character. <laughs> <laughs> like the, um, the, ones, the ones that Regis was naming, I know I know them. Like he, what, what do you say? Sophia is Bulgaria. That's Bulgaria. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, uh, Vilnius is Lithuania. Yeah, oh, my God. I, I, you sound traumatized from who yeah, wants to be a millionaire. This hurt you. You really do. Ray, I'm going to, uh, I'm going to say something that uh, Kevin may have meant off the air, but I think it's interesting. He said the character that you played in Paddleton is very much like the Ray Romano that he knows and loves and considers a friend. Was this the most realistic version of you you've ever put on film? <laughs> I don't know if that's a compliment or an insult. I'm not sure. It's a compliment. Um, I mean, no, you're the listen. best friend a man can have in the movie. Yeah, yeah, no, they're, they're they're great friends, but they're they're both kind of odd, kind yeah. of quirky loners Sounds who don't about have right. any other friends. Sounds like the um, way I know. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, we we it, the movie was improv. In other words, he, he oh, there was only a there was like a twenty page outline that Mark Duplass uh, wrote. Him and Alex Lehman, the director, they wrote a twenty page outline, and that's how they do their movie. 
they 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 kind of just outline the scene wow. and then prop the dialogue. So a lot of that stuff, you know, the, that weird stuff that he was doing, he he had a he had a halftime speech that he thought was the best half. That's all stuff I had in my back pocket, you know. <laughs> yeah. Um, so so yeah, it sounds organic and all that. But you know, I had to I had to weird it up a little bit. I'm not that I'm I know I'm weird, but come on. Yeah, you're nothing. Up. You're nothing like Andy. <laughs> nothing. That's what he meant. Guy, you like him though, right? I mean, yes, yeah, very much so. Let, let's back up. Describe for people what the movie is about. It's called Paddleton. Yeah, yeah, Paddleton is a Paddleton. It's these two guys who live in this. They don't live together, but they live above each other in this little apartment, this little sad apartment complex, two-story apartment complex. And they both are kind of those guys. They're outsiders. They they don't connect with anybody. Um, and they, yet they've met each other. So they found a, a soulmate, and they like to do all they like to do is eat pizza and watch Kung Fu, their favorite Kung Fu movie, and, and play this game called Paddleton, which they made up. Uh, they hit a ball against a wall. They try to get it in a barrel. And then one of them gets a terminal illness, and it's how these two sad, lonely guys deal with that. Um, and and it's it, you know it's a small movie, but uh, it kind of kind of because these guys aren't going to have find many friends in life anyway. Yeah. And now there's a risk of of you know one of them going away. So it's just uh, it's just that small little story of how these two friends deal with their and, uh, yeah, loss. I thought the character study of each person was really unique in that the way you saw it the way he saw it completely differently yeah yeah he well i mean i don't want to give too much away but what happens is he decides he 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 becomes he has this terminal illness and he decides he wants to he doesn't want to get sick and die and 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 go through the suffering and he has like he basically has six months to live and he decides he wants to do assisted suicide, which is legal in certain states, mm -hmm. and he gets the prescription because he fits the he qualifies for it, and he wants me to help him do it. And yeah, that's a struggle. And that's tough. That's real tough for your character, obviously, because you, you didn't love this guy. Crazy yeah. that you were able to make it into a comedy. <laughs> yeah, it has, funny, has, has some comedy in it. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, but like I said, we it was an it was an improv thing, so. You know, I had to. I was scared. I was scared. I was wondering I how comfortable that was for you as an actor, especially one who you know is so precise with your words when you do stand up and whatnot. You know, you you memorize stuff. So I just wondered how tough this must have been for you. Yeah, you memorize it, but you make it sound like it's improv. Um, the the hardest part was the dramatic scenes. Improv, improvising dramatic scenes was I've never done ever. You know, I've improved comedy here and there. You, mm -hmm. you make up lines. <clears throat> in a scene, even though it's written, but this thing was not written at all. So, so in in some of the dramatic scenes, I was like, I don't know, I don't know where this is going to go. Um, and did we you... did a lot. You know, uh, when I walked away from that movie, I had no idea if this was going to be a train wreck or what, because we did so much uh, it, when we were improving, and it was all up to them with the editing. And I got scared. Like they told me they were going to give me a rough cut after about a month. And a month went by and nothing happened, so I'm like, okay, this is bad. Oh, no. and, then, and then about two months go by, and I, I email them, and I say, you know, no news is bad news, man. What, what's happening? And they go, no, 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 we're just trying to figure out. Three months went by, and finally <gasps> I just sent an email. I said, 
Hey, we gave it a shot. We gave it a shot, guys. Hold your head high. It's improv. Whatever happens, ha and they would no. They go no. We're just we're testing it and blah blah blah. And then they sent me the cut, and I was really impressed with it. Yeah. And, Did and, you know Mark Duplass before? Because your your chemistry with him it seems like you've been friends forever. Yeah, no, I met him at the Big Sick, the premiere of the Big Sick. Oh, wow. Uh, he was at the after party, and, and that's when he approached me with this. He said, I got something that you, you and me might be good with. And I thought it was just showbiz talk. You know, I thought, all right, I'll never hear from him. Uh, about a week later, he sent the outline. I was oh. a fan of his, though. He had a show on HBO called uh, Togetherness. Oh, so, the uh, best. Yeah. Yeah. We the all love that. Should have yeah. got a better chance. Loved it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And that, I was I enjoying that when he... When he uh, approached me with this, and yeah, then that got canceled. But. And they, they usually shoot those things in order, right, Ray? We shot this one chronologically. Yeah. Oh, wow. Which is which very was, rare. Um, it was, which was really good because, like, there's, uh, again, I don't want to give stuff away, but it gets very kind of emotional at the end. And, yeah. and I was living with this, this character who, there were no lines written for me to say, so it was just coming from the character for 20 days. I was... I was living this guy, and uh, you know, it, it it felt so real at the end. Yeah, and, and, and by the way, just... I could write a movie if I'm just going to put an outline <laughs> up and then and then bring in Ray and just go go improv. It's a good point, yeah. Kevin. Well, you know, it's a danger, man. The, yeah, the, he did one before this called Blue Jay with Sarah Paulson. It was just him and Sarah Paulson, which and I also loved. By the way, it's great. I love yeah, that. Yeah, and, and that was the same format. He just outlined. Yeah, but, you know, the outline was there. I mean, everything, the story was there. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I mean, it's, there is a danger to it, I sure, guess. Sure, sure. Mm -hmm. Listen, we're out of time, Ray, but I just want to say I'm so grateful that, th that, thank God for Netflix, because Mark Duplass could not get this movie made and put in the theater anymore, and that's not the world we live in in 2019. But there's a place now for people to see these kind of films that don't cost a ton of money and don't have a bunch of superheroes that are just actual sure. real people doing real acting and great work and... I'm so well, glad it's available. You, you may not know your capitals, but you're right about something. <laughs> <laughs> and it's also in theater, in one theater in L.A. starting tonight. It's at the Vintage in, in, in Los Feliz. They, they, they're putting it out for one week in the theater. Somebody so wants an Oscar. Netflix, or if you just want to enjoy it in a theater, and then Bean will reimburse you the ticket price. <laughs> <laughs> I owe you at least that, Ray. The Vintage Los Feliz Theater on Vermont and Franklin is where it's going to play for one week starting tonight. Everybody else can see Paddleton on Netflix, and while you're there, be sure to check out Ray's hilarious comedy special that just went up a couple of weeks ago, which is, I think, one of the funniest things you've ever done, Ray. Congratulations oh, on that. Oh, I appreciate it. Thank you. All Great right, to have... right. You redeemed yourself. <laughs> Great to have you back on the Kevin and Bean Show, sir. We appreciate you. Hey, thanks for having me, guys. Thank, Thank you, Ray. Thank you, Ray. Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. K-R-O-Q. And it's time for a brand new Kevin and Bean Internet Roundup. Let's do it. It's the Internet Roundup. We got it from the ground up. It's the Internet Roundup. This'll get you wound up. Have you ever wanted to see a dog open a door? Yes! Well, you don't have to wait anymore. You missed a couple viral things living on the web. Mm -hmm. So listen, we pulled a couple of clips for you then. These are some memes and songs worth a look that you'll forward to your mother to post on Facebook. Mostly the net is a garbage time suck, but here are some clips that we like very much. It's the Internet Roundup. We got it from the ground up. It's the internet round up. This will get you wound up. I just want to clarify. Um, yeah. We're getting rid of Steve. 
Is that no, what's no, happening Steve's, when you say, no, let's no, do Steve it? Steve still works here. Steve still works here. What's yeah. he supposed to do then? He's <laughs> waiting to hit it. <laughs> I thought and Steve... you say, let's do it. Right, but I was uh, dire- I was looking directly at Steve, Steve when I said Steve looked it. at me with a complete loss in his eyes. I'm he sorry, did not Steve. know what was happening. I'm sorry, Steve. I thought, Steve. I thought you knew I was talking to you. <laughs> uh, the King of Mexico is in here, the producer of the Kevin Bean Show. He's the one who puts together the best viral videos of the week. This is a, a good batch. We don't have time to feature them uh. all. You have to see the video of the guy doing the uh, the handstands. That just, uh, just oh, the back clips. One of my yeah. favorites. One of my favorites. Flashes <laughs> right into a wall. I love it. And without any context, this is audio from one of the videos, I think, especially you, Allie needs to see. Take it out of there. It's not where it goes. I mean, yeah, that's bad news when a woman says that. Uh, first up, though, from Funny or Die, this one's called Cold Medicine for Your Gross Sick Friend. You know how it is when somebody is sick and they call you and they have to give you every single bodily function that's going on with their illness. And a lot of times it's just a cold, but it feels like you might die. Mm-hmm. Yes. So and you, you share that with your friends and your friends don't need to hear the details. And here's a product just for you. When you get sick, you know how to power through and beat it. But when your friend gets sick, they won't shut up about every disgusting detail. You need something you can force them to take and fast. That's why we created TMI, the only cold medicine that specifically targets the grossest symptoms your sick friend insists on describing in overwhelming detail. TMI works in two ways. First, it targets every part of your friend's body because apparently that's what's bothering them. A powerful decongestant goes to their sinuses, while a painkiller and numbing agent spreads downward throughout their insides. A relaxant helps calm them down from their apparent suffering from all that mucus causing intense diarrhea, which of course they've told you made their butthole hurt from dilating and contracting at the same time, which is something you can't unhear and will haunt you for the rest of your life. When taken with water, lubrication will also accumulate for the blood vessel they've told you they popped in their eye because they were puking so hard. The water will also help with the dehydration you now know they're dealing with because they won't shut up about the intensity of their vomit. Okay, it just goes on. And on. Oh I mean, though, have you ever like been on the toilet and you're like, I need to throw up? So you okay, grab the trash can, again. put this it is there, the point, I and think. it's just yeah. water shooting oh, out of we you. Need at the same all time. Time. We don't want to hear about it. We need to get we some don't. TMI for Ali. Okay. <laughs> Ken Jong, who is becoming one of the hottest actors in Hollywood right now, uh, did a piece for GQ where he talked about all of the famous roles that he's had, going all the way back to Knocked Up and talking about being on Community and everything. And Kevin, I pulled this clip just for you. <laughs> Because The Hangover is your favorite movie of all time. And one of your favorite scenes, one of everybody's favorite scenes from that movie, is when Ken Jong jumps out of the trunk of a car completely naked and jumps on Bradley Cooper's back, right? Yeah, it's well, fantastic. he talks about filming that scene in a lot of detail. I did about at least 35 to 40 takes of me jumping out naked from different angles and different things. And that was my idea to be naked in the movie. It was just, I just felt like when he jumps out of the trunk, it said he had slacks on. And I was like, well, if he just jumps out, like, fully naked, it'd just be shocking. And I do remember, uh, I even said, I actually talked it over with my wife. I said, like, I th- I think, you know, I want to do this naked. So I actually ran it by her before I ran it by Todd Phillips. And then, and she said, and I quote, it'll be the feel-good movie of the summer <laughs> because every guy will go home feeling good about themselves. <laughs> And that's my wife, the mother of my two kids. All right, let's stop that clip right there. So Ken Jeong, first of all, he's hilarious in uh, this entire thing as he's recapping all of the things. But can you imagine doing that scene 35 or 40 times? That was great. Let's do it again. I mean, they got it perfect. That's for sure. How does he jump out of the 
trunk, though? Like, is there a spring? Does he jump? Know. Is it it's a green screen? It doesn't really describe that. Kind of <sighs> it's amazing how he was able to do it. And finally, this is the weekend of the Academy Awards. And uh, I don't recall that they've done this in the past, but Honest Trailers took a crack at it. And there's already a lot to make fun of before we even get to the show. It's time once again for the Oscars, who after pissing everyone off by suggesting a new popular film category, pissing everyone off by hiring and or firing Kevin Hart, and pissing everyone off by cutting then uncutting important awards from the show, will now be pissing everyone off by awarding Best Picture to one of the following eight nominees. In a world where The Dark Knight, Logan, The Avengers, Deadpool, and Wonder Woman were overlooked for Best Picture, and fans have spent years griping that no comic book movies ever get nominated for the highest award, one film will finally get the nod, leading rabid fans everywhere to say, I guess it was good, but was it that good? Uh, there is no pleasing you, is there? Black Panthers. Third act looked like a PlayStation cutscene and didn't really pick up enough nominations to win, and I personally liked Infinity War better, and furthermore... <laughs> you can see all those videos, plus the uh, the uh, Dirt trailer, the Motley Crue bio that's coming to Netflix, which looks amazing. The new Twilight Zone official yes. trailer. Yes! And also our guests on this morning's Kevin and Mitchell Halsey and Youngblood. Their music video for their new song, 11 Minutes, is amazing. Catch it all at krock.com or kevinandbean.com. It's this week's Internet Roundup. It's the Internet Roundup. This'll get you wound up. It's the Kevin and Bean Show, the world-famous K-Rock. Jensen, it's been a while, but apparently you've been keeping up with one of your favorite industries. You are obsessed with what's new in the world of fast food, am I right? That's right. Hi, everyone. This is Jensen Carp. I am your star for the QSR, and this is the Fast Food Report. KROQ 106.7 FM, through the magical wonderment of radio airwaves, brings you the Fast Food Report. With your dude with the lowdown on chain restaurant food, Jensen Carp. Pooped my pants. He'll get his hands dirty with grease and face covered in cheese. He's your direct line to delicacies and calories. He's Jensen Carp. Take it away, gumshoe. Thanks, Omar. Uh, let's kick it <laughs> off over at Panera Bread. A chain that is to carbs what the Kardashians are to the NBA's boyfriend. <laughs> it's the double bread bowl. Uh, this is an oblong piece of sourdough bread with two separate bowls dug out of each side. Uh, you don't need to continue. Now, okay. you can use the bread bowl for super pasta, but now you have two separate sections in what is technically one large, I guess, foot-long sub-sandwich. You might ask yourself, why not get two separate bread bowls and place them next to each other <laughs> rather than Frankenstein them together to look weird and it looks like rats have eaten from them? I, I'd say to that, stop overthinking things, you ghoul. Some items you could put in the bowl, chicken noodle soup, mac and cheese, broccoli cheddar, tortellini alfredo, bistro, French onion, and much more. It'll be available through February 28th. It's $9.99. Quite a price tag on it. So with that, I ask you, do you eat it or beat it? Uh, I eat it. Eat it. Uh, you had me at bread bowl. Anything is good in a bread bowl. I'm eating that all day. Eat it. Bean. Uh, I think like the rest of the room, I love Panera Bread, and that sounds delicious. I'm in. Wow, a three for three. All right. Moving to KFC, specifically the ones found in France, for you listeners who are tuning in. <laughs> they are completely changing the game out there with the introduction of the Colonel Grilled Cheese Sandwich. Grilled cheese mm. sandwich. It features a marinated and breaded chicken filet sandwiched between French mozzarella, cheddar cheese sauce, and caramelized onions, all on toasted sandwich bread. Mm. Available through March 12th, it comes with a drink in one side and will run around $10.40 U.S. dollars. With all that said, and plane tickets currently available for low rates on, pra- on Priceline, <laughs> eat it or beat it. 
I'm eating it. Eat it. I'll be close to a toilet. I'm in. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of cheese. A lot, a lot of cheese. Of cheese. Bean? I'm not going all the way to France for this sandwich, oh. but next time I'm there anyway, mm, uh-huh. yeah, I'll try it. Now I'll that, eat it. That nope. sounds to me Sorry. like... Eat it. Okay, <laughs> what are you doing Thursday, February 28th? Thursday, February 28th. Check your 28th. calendars. Do you guys have plans? Uh, not that I, I know. know. Off the top of my head. Next Thursday. I don't know. Well, if you have some, cancel them. Okay. Because Taco Bell is rolling out a brand new steak rattlesnake fry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Originally tested in Columbus, Ohio, now we can all celebrate the newest variation of their popular nacho fries. And listen to this concoction. Steak rattlesnake fries will feature seasoned fries topped with nacho cheese sauce, creamy jalapeno sauce, steak, and pickled jalapenos. And the chain is also offering the spicy fries burrito style, made with them wrapped in a soft, warm tortilla. Both varieties available for a limited time. Don't sleep for a suggested price of two ninety nine. So I ask you, will you slither to the snake, or in other words, eat it or beat it? I mean, is there a try it? Is no, that? no, no. I think I'm. We don't, going... we don't give out samples. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't Costco, uh, Kevin. I think I'm going no on that. Beat it. I think I'm going beat it. Mm. Yeah, I. That's not even worth a, a toilet time. Beat it. <laughs> Uh, oh, this I could am, be our first 0 for 3. I am uh, Nacho interested in that one, Jensen. I'm going to beat it. Dear I God. Wow. Our, first, our first shutout. <laughs> it's almost St. Patrick's Day, which is not only Brad Williams' least favorite day of the year, it's also the perfect time <laughs> to celebrate McDonald's as they just announced the return of their wildly popular McCafe Shamrock Shake. It's a month before the holiday, but the seasonal treat debuted almost 50 years ago, and it's made with vanilla soft serve ice cream, minty syrup, and whipped topping. Can't say whipped cream, I'm assuming. (laughs) But you can't just go to any Mickey D's. They have implemented the Shamrock Shake Finder, where you use the McDonald's app to find the participating locations near you. Just type in your zip code and the shake is yours. You only have till March 24th, so enjoy it, because then it will disappear. So I ask you, will you download the app to find the treasure at the end of the rainbow? Drink it or sink it! I mean, I like everything else on the menu. But this particular thing, I'm not a big, I'm not a big mint fan. Sink it. So sink it. That's a shock. It's a shock. It's shocking to me. Yeah. It's Um, a fast food tradition, as you know. I, I'm with the monkey because I do not like mint because it always feels like, why am I eating toothpaste? Sink it. Wow. This could be a real upset. Maybe. Um, I have to disagree with the others Ah. because here's the thing. Here's the thing. I love seasonal items. Same. I love it when Starbucks uh, does their, um, what's their uh, deal that they do at uh, Christmas time? You know when they come out with that? That's, that's special. That's special. What? Co- what is it? Coffee, the blended, the thing. That, that's a, the, come pumpkin spice. Hey. Yes, the, I love the pumpkin spice. And I also, every March, definitely go out of my way to find the McDonald's, to find the mint milkshake. So, yes, I am, right. deli- I am delighted with this. I am way drinking. You got it. Finally, guys, my last entry. Jack in the Box is taking their marketing to all new stoner highs with the introduction of Burger Dippers. Oh. Now, when, when <laughs> Can I, I vote now? Well, when, <laughs> I, when I say hamburger, you obviously imagine the traditional circular standard we've all understood by the definition of thousands of years. But burger dippers are taking it to a brand new level. You see, they're turning them into French fries. I don't Wait, know. What? You, I don't what? Know. Yeah. How? <laughs> They are currently testing them in Sacramento, which is just a small drive away, through March 31st, and it's essentially the beefy cousin of their already popular chicken fries, now taking an entire hamburger and making it into one fried stick. 
a whole hamburger into a stick. You can pick them up like fries, and the burger is inside, and it's perfect for dipping. These sticks will come in an order of four for $3, or part of a meal that comes with two tacos, curly fries, and a drink for $6, which seems excessive. (laughs) With this in mind, and for what I hope is a rabid case of munchies, are you eating it or beating it? I'm eating the You can't can't say that word. You can't say that word. I said eat it. Okay. So it's an actual burger with the fry around it? Listen, I'm not a scientist. Okay. But what I'll tell you is they take the flavor of a burger, Mm -hmm. all the ingredients of a burger, they smoosh it up, and they put it in a a fried I feel like he already described that. (laughs) So you're saying, yeah, I'm eating that. I'm eating that. Allie's just the jury member who wants further instructions for the judge before she casts her vote. Let the woman but live. she knows what Thank her vote's going to be. 12, ang- 12 angry men over here. <laughs> uh, uh, good reference. Thank uh, you. I, uh, no, I don't, uh, I don't need that. I think burgers are fine the way they are. I'm going to beat it on that one. Yeah. Well, we were in the gamut here. We yeah. sure did. Ups yeah. and downs, highs and lows. That was your fast food report. Signing off for Carol Q 106.7 FM. That was the fast food report with Jensen Carp. It's Kevin and BJ Rock Carol Q. All right, you guys ready to do this? Ready to turn over picking the music to one of our listeners? Depends on what they pick, dude. Hit it, Steve. Yeah. I gotta keep it a hundred. Keep it a hundred, baby. Keep it one hundred. Keep it one hundred. I'm not mad at any of the choices today from our listeners. Uh, Judith um, Stanky Ass Guzman, <laughs> one of your people, Kevin, <laughs> was Texter 99 looking for, uh, uh, I'm sorry, it's Manny Guzman looking for the song Judith by a Perfect Circle. That was number, Texter number 99. And Texter 101 was Novocaine for the Soul by the Eels, which would sound oh, like that too. as well. And that was from Dan in West Hills. Thank you for that. And sorry, Dan, sorry, Stanky Ass. But we do have <laughs> Texter 100 on the line. Let me introduce you to Alyssa, our new friend from. Long Beach. Hey, Alyssa. Hey, how's it going, guys? It's going well, thank you. What's going on with you this weekend? Um, not a whole lot, honestly. Um, mm-hmm. but I figured I'd kick things off to a good start. Um, and being number one hundred is definitely the way to do that. Okay, fantastic. Well, how did you? Before you announce it, how did you pick the song that you came up with to request? Um, so I remember back in the day, um, this song was on K-Rock all the time, and even back then, it always got me going, and um, so yeah, I figured, why not hear it again? All right. Alyssa, go ahead and introduce it to the listeners. All right, here we have to check it out by the Beastie Boys. When you check these in TV this don't mean to bring static Or you cling on to your grandma's house Grab your back street friend to get loud Blowing doors off inches Grabbing with the pinches And no, I didn't retire I snatch it off with the needle nose pliers Now check it, check, 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 but check it out What, 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 what's it all about? What, 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 that is freaking great. That sounded good, didn't it? Mm-hmm. So check it out. Thank you, Alyssa, from Long Beach, from their album To the Five Burrows. By the way, fun fact, that was the first rap song, the first hip-hop song, to be number one on the U.S. Modern Rock Tracks uh, chart. So that was a real crossover. We used to play a lot of that sort of Thank stuff. Thank God back for in the white day. rappers, man. Right? I really, I mean, they brought it to the mainstream, didn't they? <laughs> exactly. Without them, where would hip-hop be? That was Beans. Fun fact. Allie, uh, every week at this time, I ask you, what year was the Keep It 100 selection? What do you think? Uh, I've got three years for you. <laughs> That's not how this works, Allie. What, what year? It is either 2004, 2005, 
Okay. It's 2006 is too late. It's 2004 or 2005. Let's say and you had I to pick a year. I am going with 2004. Are you now? Yes. Yeah. Oh. oh. You nailed it. Congratulations. <laughs> we'll do it again next Friday right here on the Kevin and Bean Show on K-Rock. It's Keep It 100. Keep It 100. It's the Kevin and Bean Show, the world famous K-Rock. It's a shame there's no... Uh, Way to recap things that happened during the week. Yeah, people miss a ton of stuff. Right? It is weird that we do so many things and then no one knows what happens at the end. I know I barely listen. <laughs> We've come to another close of the week, my friends. So let me break it down for you as it officially ends. We revealed that Bean is facing bodily harm by tatting the Queen of England on the top of his arm. And whether you think that's noble or a bunch of bullshit, we're just happy he's not thinking of getting a tat of Taylor Swift. How many towels you got? Wait, before you respond, keep in mind that Ali's basically been bath and beyond. And please try to avoid caca as much as you can or you'll end up like Kevin. We saw Ray Romano, Jeff Weiss, and Cal Penn, and Halsey met Young Bud by sighting in DMs. And I gave you world news while wearing a mouth guard, which proved to be honestly actually kind of hard. Jesse smelling stupid, Brad Williams small, baby showers dumb, Stephen Merchant's tall, but please put my ashes in a firework blast, and as I light up the sky, download the podcast. Right there on the Kevin B. Hey. Show. Well done, sir. You get the podcast wherever it is available to you. Radio.com, iTunes, KRock.com, wherever. And please enjoy. It's uh, one of my favorites, what's happening to the whole week, because the beautiful Cat Corbett is joining Allie. Hey, what's going on, ladies? Pink hair, don't care. Yeah, Cat Corbett. Love the pink hair. Pink hair. Thank you. Looking great. Pink lady. I love it. Mm-hmm. All right, we're going to talk to Cat in just a minute about cool things happening all over the area. But first... I mean, I promised you a Jesse Smollett update. Uh, You're going to get it. So now he didn't do it? Oh, no. Come on. Uh, He (laughs) surrendered to police yesterday. um, Faces one felony um, count of disorderly conduct, allegedly filing a false police report. Asshole. His bond was set at $100,000. He was ordered to surrender his passport. He's due back in court on March 14th. Uh, Here's the thing. He then went directly from the courthouse to the set of Empire. Canceled. What? Where apparently <laughs> um, he still had to tape some some episodes and whatnot. But he called the cast together. He came in. Apparently his eyes were really swollen. He had been crying. He said to them, you guys know me. I didn't do this. Blah, blah, blah. blah whatever. Are you still saying he didn't do it? He yeah. then leaves to compose himself, came back, and shot his scenes. Which is just insane to me. But here's where the breaking news comes in. Executive producers of the show, including Lee Daniels, issued a statement this morning saying that they've decided to remove Smollett's character, Jamal, from the final two episodes of the season. The producers say they care deeply about Smollett, who's been an important member of the show's family since the beginning. But the last few weeks have taken an emotional toll on the cast and crew, and they call the allegations very disturbing. He is a solid, solid person. Mm, No. Beat it, kid, I think is what they're saying. They're saying just for the last two episodes of this season, which I think is their way of just setting up where they then say, oh, by the way, he's never coming back. He is a prolific, if you will, liar and killer and murderer. Uh, that's a little far. Maybe yeah, too much. Pull it back that. a little. Yeah, all of that. So let's let's move on to some happier news, shall we? When you think of summer Olympic sports, what comes to mind? Curling. 
Well, that's, that's, that's winter. winter. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Not so much from cute. you, Pinky. You are very cute, Kat. Uh, I thought swimming first for some okay. reason. I don't know why. I thought javelin. I thought a lot yeah, of track and field. Track and field. I'm basketball. Basketball, volleyball, all of those sports. Well, organize, or, what? Organizers? <laughs> that's a whole new workout. I used to organize. <laughs> yeah, now my back hurts. I yeah. have a lower back issue. A lot of people had problems, like a lot of uh, oh, Tommy John <laughs> issues. Yeah. So organizers of the 2024 games in Paris have suggested four sports be added to the current roster of 28. Would you like to know what they are? Yes, please. Oh. Break dancing. No way. Yes. Oh, I'm hold, sorry. Hold, hold, no. Yep. Hold, hold up. Yeah, uh-huh. Break hold dancing. Up. Wait, what? They would like to add break dancing to the Summer Olympics. Nope. Surfing, climbing, and skateboarding. Here's the three. The last three, surfing, climbing, skateboarding, are already confirmed for Tokyo 2020. So they (laughs) would like to say, hey, let's add some break dancing, too. That would be awesome. I could be in the Olympics. Unbelievable, right? (laughs) I mean, if we we think about it, is there a cheaper sport for anyone to Uh, be able to get into? Grab a box, throw it on the ground, start spinning on your head. Now you're an Olympian. And by the way, I'll watch that competition. One hundred percent. I'm fully stepping up to yeah. the streets. Yeah. You guys, I am so into this. Head of the organizing committee, Tony Astinguit, says the intentions is to make the games quote more urban. Uh-oh. Oh, oh, no. oh, Tony. Just oh. say more watchable. Come on. Uh-oh. What the hell? I mean, Tony. He's but from wait, France. But wait, but wait. Uh-huh. Didn't they take baseball out of the Olympics? Yes. Didn't they take wrestling out of the Olympics? I, don't, I would assume. I think so. Then how do we have room for breakdancing? Someone Again, sounds like he hates urban. Everyone in the room <laughs> just said that they would watch it, Bean. I'd watch it. I think, okay. I think people in. would tune in for that. Uh, gangbusters. Oh, Absolutely. Why do you got to bring, bring up gangs? All right. This what whole I'm, thing has been racist. I'm saying that baseball is a sport. It's mm-hmm. an it sounds racist. Sport. No, it's not. For <laughs> yeah. 150 years, baseball has been an actual sport that mm-hmm. people compete in. How do you have that out of the Olympics uh, and put in Very boring. No one watches baseball. covering his tracks. Canceled. Yeah. Covering his tracks. Uh, you are clearly a racist. You hate breakdancing. Break into electric boogaloo. That That just happened. Just uh, pop locking your way into hearts across the world. I am so in. The robot. Right? That's fantastic. Oh, is her arm dead? (laughs) Nope. Watch it spin. (laughs) Yeah. I think it'll be beyond that a little. Okay. Okay. All right. You see that? You see that? You see how white people do? I will tell you. I will call it now. We will see things that defy gravity. Can't wait. For reals. Because imagine the Olympic oh, version the of Breakdown. Oh, the best of the best. Yes. Insane. Can't Eat wait. that, Channing Tatum. It's, it's going to be, be great. So good. <laughs> so good. All right, Kat, what do you have for us? I'm going to start off with people I'm sure I don't like. Mm-hmm. Um, let's talk about, because everybody's, you know, into their selfie thing. Well, sure. there's this thing going on uh, tomorrow where you can go to downtown LA. It's called Confetti Therapy. Nope. Confetti therapy. Okay. Well, they're spelling it therapy. Oh, okay. dear See, Lord. I already hate nope. them, right? Yeah. Already hate. 80 bucks, you can have a professional photographer shoot you and your friend throwing confetti at each other. Glitter. Oh, my God. Oh, oh, oh f- you. Listen, right. pay me 10 bucks and I'll just chuck some stuff at your face. <laughs> Same. Glitter. 
<sighs> I'm glad we're on the same that page. That is awful. Yeah, they're just awful people. That's a right? horrible oh. thing. All right, give Can't us wait to mock good. them on Monday when I see all their yeah. pictures. All right. When you're there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to end on a high note. Ah! Um, so there's this class that's going wait, on. hold on. You can't celebrate a pun before you've told before us the story. Before you know, I know, I know, I went there. I'm sorry. I did it all backwards. Tomorrow, uh, it's the Sushi and Doobie Rolling Workshop. Okay. All right. Culver City, you're going to uh, start off by rolling doobs. All right. Smoke weed every day. Yeah. Finally got to use that. <laughs> You're going to have like, you know, like, you know, uh, cannabis infused tea and stuff like that while Wonderful. you're doing it. There's a live DJ spinning. Okay. All right. Then you're going to segue and use those rolling skills to roll sushi. No, I'm going to get high tonight, though. I'm going to get right. very high tonight. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right. I'm going to get so f***ed up tonight. All right. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like mother Nope, you're not. <laughs> I, I think he is. Yeah. Oh my God. Where, where is this? When is it? How do I go? Do it's I need to register? I will tell you, it's like it's it's like two hundred bucks because you're paying for the food and the and the weed Don't to care. do all this, right? And the live music and the instruction. Yeah. Um, Culver City, go to highdining.club, and that is where you'll find the info. But it's at four twenty tomorrow. Hey, how did they come up? Oh. <laughs> I like it. Right? I, I will say you did end on I'm a high in, note, Kat. Yeah. Uh, see? I'm waiting, gotta, for, uh, gotta, I'm waiting for um, meth and chips, where you can do meth and eat Pringles. <laughs> <laughs> you going to hold out for that one? Yeah, no, I'm not going to go this one. <laughs> oh, my God. That would be the best, yeah. meth and chips. Yeah. Bring him more Pringles. Bring me more Pringles. <laughs> eating. But keep it clean in here. And meth heads have no teeth, right? They no, lose their teeth. Chunk, right? Just gum it. Yeah. All right. Took a turn. Some birthdays for you, Rachel Dratch. You don't get no birthday cake. If you can't swear, you can't have no birthday cake. That was on me being. I mean, he did that tell was, you. That was. Hey, let's talk about some birthdays. Not too late. Oh, too late. Uh-oh. We did it. We already played. Go ahead. Yeah, we're backwards. Why do some people tune out? I don't know, but I'm about to join them. I did it. I did it. Drew Barry, more Kyle McLaughlin, James One, Eliza Schlesinger, and that's what's happening. Jake Riley, tonight we're going to be playing poker at K-Rock Sky's Night out at the Bicycle Hotel and Casino. Come join us. The SoCal Helpful Honda dealers are handing out random acts of helpfulness. And we all win the Strikers commercial free-for-all during your drive home today on the world-famous K-Rock. Have a great weekend, and we will see you on Monday morning. Don't bogart that joint, my friend. Pass it over to me. Good morning, chumps. Don't bogart that joint, my friend. Pass it over to me. Oh, good Lord, no. That's all you got? <laughs> totally lame. <laughs> <laughs> Laughter, a sure sign of a good time. This American carnage stops right here and stops right now. It was a fun ride, but I mean, I'm just going to chill out, go back to the hotel, vape my off. Not that mad. Thank you so much for letting us rap. Don't hesitate. Feel free to clap. Bong, bong. It's Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. K-Rock. K-R-O-Q. Q. Calling all pop culture enthusiasts. Are you obsessed with all things celebrity? Do you live for the drama, the laughs, and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media? 
then you're going to want to tune into the Comments by Celebs podcast. Join us three times a week as we deep dive into every aspect of pop culture. Whether it's dissecting the latest trends or just chatting about your favorite celebs, Comments by Celebs has you covered. We have new episodes out every week. Follow and listen to Comments by Celebs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.